All right, you hairy people out there, you hairy, hairy people. I have an announcement from my friends at Manscaped. Product alert. You asked for it. The boys at Manscaped, they listened and listen up, man. Manscaped brought back the ultra smooth package. It's time to stop, drop, and order this premium shaving kit. All right, it's time to get up close and personal with the best tools for the job. The ultra smooth package from Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOB20, S-C-H-A-U-B-20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOB20 at manscaped.com. Smooth out your fellas with the relaunch ultra smooth package. You're smooth like a seal. For my friends at Manscaped, your balls will thank you. Ride through the city like Brennan Shaw. I'm on a mission to get it all. Ride through the city like Brennan Shaw. If you ain't thick, please don't get involved. And now, Brendan Thick Boy Shaw. What is happening, Thickies? It is Monday morning, May 16th. Here we are, man. Calabasas. Thick Boys Studios in Calabasas. The team's laughing. You know, one thing about doing a fight show, man, when there's these lulls in big fights, you got to come up with material, man. It is. You know, you, you got to get creative, kids, and that's part of the gig. If it was huge pay-per-views every week, everybody would do it. So here we are, man. Hope you guys are having a great start to your week. It is Monday morning coming in hot. Everywhere's getting hot. Speaking of hot, looked up the weather in Philly. I'm in Philly this Thursday, Friday, Saturday at the Gila Mountain Philly, one of my favorite cities. I will be linking up with my boys. Every show you, uh, well, every food truck uh, that you've seen me do, except for Patty and uh, Volkanovsky because they were short notice. I couldn't get the shoes in time but my boys at suplex sneakers out in um philly they're the ones who provide all there's my other shoe (laughs) the ones that provide all the shoes for the food truck diaries um those are my boys man and i will be there on saturday i'm just hanging out probably buying shoes and um we're doing a special uh thick boy and suplex collab with merch uh dad hats and a dope tee uh, designed by my boy Ruben. So uh, come get a Mantis hats. I'll be there chilling, buying shoes. And uh, I think we're doing around noon or so on Saturday. And that's in Philly. So if you're around Philly, come on out, come chill, come sneaker shop with your boy there on Saturday. But uh, I will be doing shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Philly with the squad. I'm looking forward to it, man. It is an all new hour. It's the Trash Panda Tour. The Trash Panda Tour. That's in Philadelphia, and then we're on to Portland, Oregon, June 9th through the 11th. Then San Francisco, Cobbs is June 17th through the 18th. Then, God, a lot of West Coast, thank God. And then uh, San Diego's Laugh Factory, San Diego, great club in the heart of San Diego, downtown San Diego, July 21st through July 23rd. That's it, man. But other than that, good weekend. Your boy finally got some rest, watched the fights, chilled with the kiddos. Got the kiddos uh, Dairy Queen, and uh, listen, man, I grew up on Dairy Queen. That was My dad would take me to Dairy Queen. There's not a lot of them anymore. There's not a ton of Dairy Queens. I don't know if it just kind of went to the wayside. I don't know what's happening there. I don't know if Orange Julius owns them, but um, 
um, my kids love ice cream. And I was like, oh, it's Sunday. Let's go. My dad used to always take me to Dairy Queen. And they used to like make flurries and this fancy ice cream in Calabasas and all that other bullshit. So I was like, man, what we do, what I did when I was a kid, I'm taking you to Blizzard. There's no Dairy Queens really in the Valley. It was a nightmare to find one. Finally found one inside of a mall and uh, we get them and they were not having it. They were not impressed. Got to be honest, I wasn't impressed. I haven't had one in, I mean, shit, 10 years. I don't know. Dairy Queen, where do you see them? They were not feeling them, man. I got to be honest, one thing to them is uh, those big flurries are hard to beat. Those make flurries, they're a little thicker, a little better quality. I'll give them that. You don't realize, you know, when you're a kid, you're thinking one thing. And then when you, as an adult, you try it out. It, uh, it'll slap you in the face, man, like a wet dick. It, uh, <laughs> it was disappointing. It was disappointing, man. They didn't even eat it. I was like, well, what? You know, who doesn't eat ice, ice cream? cream? Yeah. The hell? They were not impressed. But, uh, yeah, man. So, two thumbs down for Dairy Queen from the kiddos. And then... Uh, uh the press tour continued for the special we're gonna hit a million son we're on track we got 10 days baby 10 days if we keep at the current pace we're gonna pass a million views on the new special the green girl poppy uh the press tour continued here in la because i stopped at adam carolla's adam is one of my favorite people on the freaking planet and uh He's just such a good freaking dude, man. He's uh, he's one of the North Stars. If you think about my business model, it's very similar to Adam Carolla's. And I realized once I got to his studio, came to his studio, which is way cooler than mine. He has like cars everywhere and all this, all his stuff that he's done is all over the walls. And he, we were talking about, you know, he has his own alcohol. He crushes it with that. You know, I have my alcohol. You go to thickboy.com right now and get you some of that Tiger Thick which they sold out and then restocked and I posted, but it was sold out and then they restocked minutes later. Thank God. But, uh, yeah, Adam's doing the damn thing. And he was just talking about schedule. I was like, yeah, I'm just sick of talking this. You know, I have my own shows to do and I'm doing promotion on top of it and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, how many shows you do a week? I was like, oh, you know, any, any given week, man, you know, four to five, then you add in the promotion. You're talking, you know, I did, I think 12 shows in six days when I was doing the promo and stuff like that. He was right, right, right. And I could tell, you know, he's not like, ah, oh, man, hang in there. He's uh, and I, I go, uh, what's your schedule? He's like, oh man, I'll do, uh, you know, three shows at least a day, two hours long. And I go, oh, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He goes, no, every day, <laughs> Monday through Friday, Damn. sometimes Saturdays. Like, every day, three shows at least two hours. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no doubt, man. Hell yeah, I'm not tired. He's just a beast, dude. He's just a beast. He's so talented, man. Such a good dude. He might be popping up on Shop and Friends next Wednesday on the 25th. Might be popping up, daddy. So shout out to Adam Carolla. We had such a good time, man. He's such a good dude. But uh, I was relieved because I got to actually watch the fights in real time. Didn't have to record them or hear people tell me about them. Even though it was just a fight night, that main event was lit. Um, but if I have to give MVP, the MVP is not going to Jan Blakovich, who won because uh, Rakic blew his freaking tendon out which if you've seen the replay it you can see that thing like a rubber bangle nasty i felt bad for racket man felt bad for him bad injury although with you know technology and you know doctors today and the you know the advancement in technology and medicine he he'll be back i bet early next year he's such a savage definitely has speed advantage 
the leg kicks he i think was we're gonna catch up with him i'd be surprised that fight did go all five rounds you forget how good Jan is, though, man. He landed some good shots, even though Rackett's clearly younger, more athletic. The leg kicks, I thought, were going to pay dividends at the end there, but we didn't really get to see it because if you didn't watch the fight, uh, I, I had it 1-1 going into the third. I think Jan won the first round. Rackett definitely won the second with the takedown and the control. Then going into the third, I was like, now, now, now it's getting real. Now it's getting real, and Jan was definitely kind of – I don't want to say slowing down, but Rackett's just a little younger, athletic, quicker, you know, on the feet there. And I think he was trying to, his right hand, he was so off in those first two rounds. I think he was going to find the timing there. I still would have maybe slightly favored Rackett uh, going into these later rounds, depending on how the leg kicks uh, went into it. But then his uh, knee was like, check, please. And then a tendon was like, G-goosh! and he just fell right to the ground. And uh, lost the fight because of that. So now Jan is going to fight the winner of uh, Glover and our boy Yeri. So uh, Glover is an underdog in that fight, by the way. Mm. And Glover tweeted out, Jan, uh, get the job done. I'll get my job done so we can do the rematch, which I love. Mm. I love you know that they're cool with each other. So I was, I gotta be honest, I was rooting for Jan. It's just when you lose like that, and you could tell he was talking about like all the issues he had in camp and you know with bisbee on the mic he was like yeah it was just a rough camp you know I had diarrhea for two days You're like whoa dude um he, he got a cut and he's dealing with all this stuff you know and he has kids so i was just i wanted yon to win i thought it was a very very tough fight for him that's where he's at man you know you go from champ you're not gonna fight you know some schmuck racket such a monster so either way he got it done so he moves on um you know, I do think Yeri and uh, Rakic are the the future of the light heavyweight division. So we will see. But uh, I think surprising me, surprisingly, my MVP is not uh, anybody on the main card. The MVP uh, was the first fight on the prelims, Andre Petrovsky. If you've seen this gentleman, uh, he fought a, a an undefeated, you know, monster in uh, Nick Maximov. And, uh, you know, that the Nick guy was talking about wrestling and all this shit. And then that Andre Petrovsky, who's Philly's finest as well, he, uh, you know, really put on a, a clinic and locked in my personal favorite submission, the Anaconda Choke. And he was a huge underdog. And I did bet on him. You know, and I'm not that guy to post and brag about it, but I did bet on him because I, I just, you know, he's a badass, man. He's a badass. And I can't believe they didn't give him a performance of the night. He was the biggest underdog on the card and got it done in a minute 16 against an undefeated prospect. What are we doing? How do you not give that guy a bonus? Those other ones were all right. Not as good as his. Especially on the prelims. An undefeated guy, biggest dog, and he dominated him. Like he shot in, he got a hold of his neck, Anaconda. In and out. See ya. Thanks for the, thanks for the money. See ya. Next. Undefeated. Prospect? Can't get a bonus? Philly's finest? Sorry, Andre. Sorry, dude. I think you deserve it. Uh, and I was also relieved for Michael Johnson as well. You know, he's just been, you know, tough times. And get to get that big knockout win, you know. Been there, brother. So hopefully uh, hopefully he feels a lot better. He's been in a better mental space. But uh, card was solid. Solid-ass card, man. Ryan Spann looked phenomenal with his guillotine choke. Uh, really the main event, though. Kind of disappointing the way it ended. You know, you never want to see something end like that. But, um, yeah, Jan's going to get the winner of Yuri Glover. And, uh, you know, I, I do think Yuri gets it done. 
but Yuri Rackett is the fight, dude. But we're not going to see that now. So Yuri Jan's going to be tough. After watching Jan Rackett, Jan's meat and potatoes are better. His power is insane. But fucking Yuri, man, he's just that wild man. Wild, wild man. My favorite light heavyweight right now. He's so fun. Not a huge guy either. He was at that Mike Tyson Super mm -hmm. Bowl show that I did. He came on the show. Not, not a huge guy. Like really? thin. Thin. Yeah, wow. not a big lightweight. I mean, taller, but not like very thin, but just a savage, dude. Such a savage. So for Jan, that's what's next for him. The winner of Glover, Yuri. I would assume Yuri gets that done, but can never count Glover out. But good fights overall. And then you had Bellator as well. You had some Bellator fights going down. Uh, Michael Venom Page, of course, you know, his Achilles heel, uh, good wrestlers. It, you know, they're just not going to play a game with him. It's striking second to none. So if a guy has an advantage when it comes to wrestling, grappling, they're going to do what it takes to win the fight. And unfortunately, when you do that to Michael Venom Page, it turns into a boring fight. Unfortunately for Michael Venom Page, even Paul Daly was like, I think your wrestling's terrible. I'm going to wrestle. Remember that? Yeah. So it's like this huge Achilles heel for him. Um, and it's disappointing because he's – I think by far their biggest star, the, you know, his style wise, uh, personality, you know, just, he has that it, it factor, but unfortunately when these big moments come, they're trying to make him the face of Bellator, he loses. And they, if I'm Bellator, listen, man, I'm going to make it very obvious. We want him as a champion. Right. You ain't fighting any wrestlers. Yeah. There's none of that bullshit because, you know, I, I heard uh, Scott Coker say, you know, you can't win a fight by laying on a guy. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can, though. You can, though, because this isn't the WWE, and if a guy is a better wrestler, even though it's boring, you can definitely win a fight like that. There's guys that won a ton of fights like that. Uh, one that comes to mind, John Fitch, just took guys down over and over and over. I don't find it boring. I think it's a, you know, it's clearly a, a game plan that if a guy is not great with his uh, takedown defense and you can expose that, whatever it takes, man. He's walking home, the interim world champion. I don't care how he got it done. And the record books don't say boring fight. just says champ. I'll take it. So, you know, my boy Lyoto Machida. Lyoto, you know I love you, brother. It might be time. Let's take a little break of me just chatting your ear off about the fight world because you're just wandering around right now, man. You're hoping your finances are good. Maybe you're investing in crypto, all that stuff, NFTs. Maybe you're on the older side like I am. You're a dad. You're like, I guess things are going to work out financially. I don't know. Dude, take advantage. Take it into your own hands. And that's where masterworks.art slash shop because they're trying to save your wallet, man. We're talking about art here. Art's been around forever. It's a great investment. It's a safe investment. And you got to do it with the right people, all right? And there's over 400,000 people who are taking this stuff serious. And they're using masterworks.art slash shop to save their wallet, to save their finances. Again, masterworks.art slash shop, right? See important regulation A disclosures at masterworks.io slash CD. Again, take control of your finances, your investments. Art's been around forever. Massworks knows exactly what you need to do to make sure you're not taking these insane risks with this crypto, NFTs, all that stuff. I'm talking about art, baby. I'm talking about art that's been around forever. 
It's smart. Invest your money wise. Do the right thing. Let Masterworks uh, help you out. Again, masterworks.art slash shop. You're welcome. All right, you hairy people out there. Yeah, hairy, hairy people. I have an announcement from my friends at Manscaped. Product alert. You asked for it. The boys at Manscaped, they listened and listen up, man. Manscaped brought back the ultra smooth package. It's time to stop, drop, and order this premium shaving kit. Everyone knows by now that the Lawnmower 4.0 is the best electric shave for your balls. All right? It's not nicking them. You're not bleeding. It's easy. There's a light on it. All right? But now the, the ultra smooth package is the perfect set, man. It's time to shave that bush of yours and get right to the root. With a discount just for you. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code SHAB20, S-C-H-A-U-B-20. The Ultra Smooth Package is specialized groin shaving kit to help you buff, protect, and smooth your most sensitive areas. It's scary. It's scary. I'm talking crop shaver, razor, crop affoliator, the crop gel. Man, you no longer have to borrow your lady's razor to... Get the, the piece going, man. You don't want that, man. You got ingrown hairs. You're nicking your nuts. They're bleeding nonstop. You know how it is. You nick your nuts. It's a freaking flood. The blood, it's just nuts. You don't have to do that anymore, man. Manscaped's Ultra Smooth Package is a three-step kit to make your package the perfect package. We got you, man. You want to grab your handy lawnmower 4.0, all right? Give your boys a classic trim. See, I'm, I'm good with that, man. But if you're not... You can, uh, the crop affoliator infused with ingredients that can soothe, clear, and keep the skin on all around your groin, just ready to go, man. All right. And the crop gel, you know, again, they have essential oils. It's like spa treatment for your nuts, man. The crop shaver was designed for shaving the groin area, man. It's designed for that. Any other shavers, you know, that are designed for that? Nope. All right, it's time to get up close and personal with the best tools for the job. The Ultra Smooth Package from Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SHAB20, S-C-H-A-U-B-20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SHAB20 at manscaped.com. Smooth out your fellas with the relaunch Ultra Smooth Package. You're smooth like a seal. For my friends at Manscaped, your balls will thank you. I remember when I when him and I were training together all the time, and I go, how long you want to do this, man? He said, another 10 years. I went, what? He just loves fighting. It's in his blood, man. He loves fighting. I don't know what his plans are now, but you know, I think it was he's lost four in a row now. Let's take a look. It's dicey, dude. And I just, you know, I, he he's a straight fighter's fighter, has a fighter's heart, but you know, so. Yep. So, yeah, man. It is tough. Gay guard split decision. Some might say it's the best middleweight on the planet. It's up for debate with Izzy. Izzy Musasi, take whatever money you want, guys. We're never going to see that. But so, you know, last, here's the thing. You can say, all right, Machida, time to retire. And then you look, if you just go through it. So you lost Gay guard Musasi. Debatable, best middleweight on the planet. Definitely 1A, 1B. No argument there. Phil Davis, split decision. Gegard, split decision. Ryan Bader, I think Bader is the fifth or sixth overall ranked heavyweight in the world. He's also the world champion, Bellator. Decision. And then he got, you know, got KO'd in the first round by Fabian Edwards. So I don't know if it's like, oh, it's time. I don't know if it's time. Maybe you're just not at the you know front of the queue anymore 
maybe you're right outside that you know you're not you're not at the top of the summit anymore you're you're gonna go down a couple notches and freeze with the other boys trying to climb mount everest you know it is what it is but i, I think it's weird to say that he's done done he needs to hang him up when you look at out of the four losses three out of the four are close decisions two split decisions to world-class talent and three decisions just straight up upper echelon guys and bader champ musasi champ phil davis former champ the Fabian Edwards one, bad. I get it. But the argument say he should hang it up, I don't see that yet. I don't see it yet. Now, if he fights another time and gets absolutely starched and it's a brutal KO, now we can have that discussion. Mm. But off this, no, not yet. Not yet. The MMA community is too quick to be like, done. You're like, Jesus Christ, dude. You know? What can you do? Shout out to Machida. What else you got, Jen? Am I missing anything else? Uh, not as far as fights, but uh, so Fabian Edwards is, uh, I think Leon Edwards is younger brother. Mm. Yeah. Makes sense. God, can Leon Edwards get a freaking fight, dude? Him and Kamara, let's go here. Man. I know. All right, so this is cool. This is Paul Daly's retirement fight. He was originally supposed to fight Andre Kreshkov. Which I didn't enjoy yeah. for his retirement fight. Yeah. It's like, so, God damn, trying to, what are you trying to do? Exactly. So this is his KO right here. Of his new opponent. Really, the best fight that is going on is the Amber Heard Johnny Depp drop. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's still going. That is the most lit thing to that big UFC pay per view. I think it's fantastic. All right, carry on. Oh. Oh, what a. Oh. Wow, what a walk off. Yeah, that was a super cool knockout. That's how he was. Retirement fight. Man. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Good for him, man. And this is the bad one. This is Machida getting knocked out by Fabian Edwards. Machida's style, too. He's not a guy. Like, if you're, uh, like, mainly wrestler, grappler, you can hang in there a little longer towards the end of your career, like a Chael did or something like that. But if you're, like, if you pride yourself on footwork and quickness and movement, and then as you get older, that's the first thing to go. That's why heavyweights can fight longer than anybody else because mm. the power is the last thing to go. But as far as if you're, like, a footwork guy, like, once Wonder Boy, you know, once that, that timing and speed and quickness goes down, you, man, it's a tough gig. Leonardo Machito, same thing. He prides himself on being quick, in and out, footwork. And once you get older, that's the first thing to go. It gets dicey, man. Yeah. So many fights with Sean Evans. Oh. Yeah, that's he was a big cool win too. That's a big win. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, still don't think he's done. Done. You said one more. We'll see what happens. One more. One, yeah. yeah, if that happens again, then we can have the conversation. This happened over the weekend too, which I had no idea about. But there's a BKFC where Houston Alexander actually fought. Dude, you know what kind of savage you have to be to fight fucking Houston Alexander and yeah. bare knuckle. <laughs> yeah, he was super scary when he was in the UFC. All right, so I'll just show you. Hopefully, BKFC will let us use this, but. Be cool, BKFC. Yeah. Be cool, man. Pause real quick. Go back. Is the. Am I crazy, or does that. The drink say fart time? Does it say fart time? No. Does, does that not say, say fart time? It does. It looks fan, fan time, I think. See right here? They can see this side? Oh, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> it's good. I was like, wow. And her drink called Fart Time? That'd be cool. Oh, yeah, I see. That's Fan Time. Sorry, Fan Time. Not Fart Time. God, who is he fighting? 
boom. And then he followed up, up ground and pound, which is, I think, frowned upon in bare knuckle. <laughs> yeah, I got it. It's kind of like that. boxing where you can't follow the guy down and yeah. throw a fucking Dan Henderson flying elbow, you know? Yeah. But that's just his, you know, that's the way his body's wired. A guy goes down I know. and finish it. That guy was out, out. Out, out, yeah. Houston Alexander, man, you know, if, when he was coming up, remember, he was the pride of Nebraska before Crawford was. And he was, you know, Nebraska Husker would walk on Husker gear and shit. Yeah, he was badass, man. Badass. Mm -hmm. Terrible fight with Kimbo, but badass. And he had like the best or one of the best bodies yeah. back then. Short, compact. It was just, just like a little jack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Frank Gore, his uh, boxing debut, he won by knockout. And it was pretty hardcore knockout, too. Now, no, this isn't his debut because he fought Darren, uh, was it Darren Williamson? Darren something, the, the other NBA uh, an NBA player. So pro debut. Oh, yeah. gotcha. So he lost that one. You know what? Let's go bro. Let's go bro. <laughs> All right, Chick. Well, it worked out for him here. Dude, he was such a good Oh, he was such a good running back. Really? Here's the thing about Frank Gore. You know, he had his brain scan. And they found a bunch of white spots all over it. So he was worried about getting uh, passed by the commission. He was like, I'm fine, man. You think, I, you know, I want to be there for my kids. You think I'd risk all that for, I think I paid 330000 It's like, yeah. Because if they brain, did my brain scan, I had a bunch of white spots all over it. I ain't getting hit in any facet. See, there's see Scott Coker rips judging Logan's story, yeah. Michael Page. You, you're just laying on somebody, and to me, that's not MMA. It is, though. <laughs> no, it's, it's Scott, I love you, man. It is, though. Yeah. You can stop it. Like, stop it. If you can't stop it, you know, that's like being mad. Like, dude, if you're just going to punch a guy in the face, that's not MMA. Well, well, then stop him from punching you in the face. It's one of the aspects of MMA. Yeah. Grappling is one of the aspects of mixed martial arts. It's no different than if all a guy does is win off leg kicks and the other guy just wins off grappling and wrestling. It's part of the game. I know. It, now, it's, now, he should say, if you're just laying on somebody, to me, that's not exciting and you're not going in there to win. That's fine. You're not risking you know, to win. You might have an argument there, but to say it's not MMA, isn't, that's, that's an issue. Because then wrestlers are like, oh, fuck, man. You know, they're like, oh, man, he hates when I do this, you know? And then you become John Fitch, where most 99.9% .9 of the population fighting can't stop you, but then you have this weird pressure in the back of your mind. Yeah. He kept winning, but as soon as he's, like, the last part, they just got rid of him. Yes. Yeah, because the excitement wasn't there for, for some fans. Well, I mean, think about it, the argument that uh, Khabib's, you know, the GOAT, the best to ever do it, you know, straight grappler. Now, he would finish guys, but a lot of times, straight grappler. All right, and but Khabib was also exciting too, not all the time, but he had those, those moments like for sure, oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, it's like, but that's his his, his mentality thing, yeah. was to break you, go in the rep. I here's the thing, let you guys know, I guarantee you that Logan Storley, his plan was to break Michael Venom Page. Michael Venom Page is hard to break, but his goal was to be Khabib, and I guarantee you, break him down mm -hmm. through grappling, and. Venom Page just figured it out. Didn't break, you know, but lost the fight. Yeah. All right. So uh, you mentioned Wonder Boy earlier. So Dustin Poirier has been 
tweeting something out. Like he pretty much called out all the one fifty fivers and one seven years. I know he accepted Colby Covington's yeah, that's except, right. dude. That's next. Colby Dustin, take my <laughs> money. So yeah. take my money. Let's just go there. Uh that's what he says here. Colby Covington, I accept July thirtieth. Now I heard Colby is dealing with some issues from the sucker punch though. His Me, teeth head, and his head. head. Okay. Yeah. That sucks. So but dude, July thirtieth, UFC two seventy seven, you Colby Diamond? <laughs> Filthy. Yep. Dude. Now has Colby responded or no? Oh, like he, he accepted well, he him out. what? So when did call, he he called him out after the, the yeah, fight, right? Yeah, yeah. Against No, even afterwards he was on a show. I guess this is like um, a podcast or something. Reckless me or no. Covington uh, had called out Pori following you know, decision over Hori Mazdal in, in March pay-per-view. He says that fight needs to happen. He talked too reckless in the media. He said it's on site. And last time he was talking to you clickbait merchants, <laughs> he was saying, oh, I'm not going to fight Kobe not gun. Where's the, uh, where there's finances on the line. I'm going to fight him in the streets and we're both going to go to jail. It's funny. It's very ironic because he talks about being a family guy, a good guy, but he wants to fight me in the streets and potentially go away from his family. Dustin Poirier has all these uh, stipulations to fight me. I just have one stipulation. My stipulation is he lets the world watch and enjoy themselves. I'm with, uh, Oh yeah. With Colby. Colby yep. Yeah. And then Dustin goes, I accept. Yeah. Well, that's a great backstory. That done awesome and fight. done. Yeah. yeah. The ATT, the, you know, story. And mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm in too. All right. So this also happened over the weekend in the UFC. Andrea Lee, her coach called, uh, well, she was, he was telling her, watch out for these, the dirty Brazilians. Mm. which some people took as like a racist thing, but then he also came out saying, now real quick to backstory to Andrea Lee. She's not with her husband anymore, but remember her husband also had the Nazi stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's good. So they're in the corner and he goes, be careful. These dirty Brazilians. He he goes, they're dirty fucking Brazilians. They're going to fucking cheat like that. Cause he was, he was saying something about eye pokes. So, but he said dirty fucking, if you say dirty and then someone's, you know, country, it gets a little tricky. It, I, I, it's a stretch here. I think mm-hmm. when we're talking about fighting and um, who's the coach? Tony Kelly. So he fought. Yeah. So Tony Kelly's been in there. There's certain cancel, cult, cancel cultures. Real, what I said was real and in the heat of the battle in no way had any type of racist connotations. But if that's the way you take it, I don't give a fuck. So many people quick to say racist. That shit's getting so old. My reference was to a dirty eye poke. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I'm just saying when you combine the, the dirty and that, people are going to think things. But in this particular case. He's also in the middle yeah, of yeah. a fist fight. Giving her, you know, be like, hey, be careful. Like, you're not thinking of, like, cancel culture. And like, again, I'm with him. Like, this cancel culture thing. Like, oh, he's racist. Dirty Brazilian. It's like, what? Yeah. You know? I'm sure he could have said. It, other ways he shouldn't have to censor himself inside that octagon no. the you if this is becomes a thing the ufc shouldn't mic up that octagon <laughs> or play it after the fact edit out and play out because these guys shouldn't be worried about man if i say something that people don't like i'm gonna get criticism like we don't want because then culture is gonna sense the coach is gonna censor yeah, themselves it'll affect their coach the same with like comics that read comments you know what i'm saying and then it just changes the way that you're going to do how you think you should do it. Then you're dictating and you're kind of going with, um, and if I say this, this is going to, you know, the YouTube comments are going to say this, and then you're not getting your best self. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So with coaches, we don't want them censoring themselves. It's not racist. 
Yeah. There's real racism. What happened in Buffalo is racism. That manifesto is racism. There's actual racism. So when you guys make this a headline, you're taking away from actual racism that exists. You're not helping the cause. You're actually hurting it. Mm. Yep. All right. This also happened. Nate Diaz posted this picture of him peeing outside the UFC PI center. Taking a piss on the UFC PI. We're just peeing in the, is peeing in the trash behind the <laughs> I don't know. The- uh, I could do this because I get paid more than all you guys wish he used a space there whatever and they won't cut me yeah i like it what he's doing he's really poking the bear there um here's my thing i will piss anywhere outside there's not a better feeling in this world it's the closest thing i'll get to being a hell's angel i feel like such a rebel when i piss outside i dude i jump out of the car I pee in my yard i love it <laughs> if i go in the pool i pee in my yard okay not in the pool though good no not in the pool right. my kids are in there man <laughs> We did have a fat rat who thought he could swim died in there. Now, I usually, if there's like a bee or something in the pool, I will save him, put him back on, you know, hard property, and let him fly, dry off and fly off. But this rat, you know, he, yeah, when I just looked down, it was not like he was swimming, you know, because I would have saved him. Even though it's a rat, I would have saved him. with like, I would have got like the, the pool thing. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, it must have happened when I was sleeping. He Long tail, man. Rat tattooey all up in there, man. Nasty. My, we come out, my son goes, Dad, that rat's sleeping. I'm like, he is <laughs> in the water. not sleeping because <laughs> they can't sleep in water. It's not fish, right, buddy? Yeah. So he is actually visiting with God right now. <laughs> All right. So Evander Holyfield's son, Evan Holyfield. Wasn't he like a minus 10,000? Yeah, I think favorite? he was undefeated up this, until this point. I How believe. many fights did he have? Like 10 or something like that. Uh, six and hold on. So he fought uh, a German. Oh, minus 10,000 favorite. <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying legit yeah. minus 10,000 favorite. Like mm-hmm. nobody's betting that. Well, bet on the other guy. Mm-hmm. $1 to win 10,000? Well, I don't know if he was a plus 10,000. That'd be, no one's doing that. He got knocked out bad though, huh? Yeah. I'll show you in a second. Uh, so yeah, so he, was not, he went in 9-0. and Yeah. Okay. What happened? Let me show you. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, shit. God. Dog. That was such a hard shot. Uh, he was getting up. That was yeah, a little early. That, yeah, I kind of agree. Rock. But that was a really bad oof, punch. Oof, oof, oof. There's another angle. Uh, uh, a little early. Yeah, I think so. Too. Especially for boxing. Yeah, I've yeah. seen some shit in boxing. Boy, he got cracked. Mm-hmm. So that sucks for their fans. You never want to do that. You know? All right. Vincente Luque, Vincente Luque and Jeff Neal, the roadhouse or steakhouse dude, dude whatever that is. He's is. still there. He's not there. Anymore. I don't think anymore. Yeah. Hopefully not. That's a great fight. Yeah. Got some of these main events put on fight night are fantastic, dude. Yeah, they remember them. They've been like putting fights together that are amazing. Oh, all the dude. combinations, dude. Cater and uh, fucking Emmett. Yeah, yeah. Oof, badass. Oof, doggy. Um, this. And I think even fucking uh, Curtis Blades and Aspinall is a fight night yeah, in London. Yeah. 
We should probably do a uh, fight companion for that. When is that? Uh, July or June? End of June. <laughs> and me, the girl meatballs on that as well. Oh yeah. March nineteenth. No, that's. Uh, that was the last yeah. one, March. But then there's another July twenty third. There okay. you go. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You're not on tour or anything? Uh, I don't know. Okay, we'll find Either out. Either way, we'll figure it out. Yeah. If I'm not, we'll do one. Um, so, okay. Brandon Moreno and Kai Car France 2 is targeted for UFC 277. I dig that. Is there an interim? Yeah, because Davison, I guess he messed up his finger. I'll yeah. show you what he posted here. But it looks weird. This picture looks a little weird. Yeah, his finger looks very strange there. How long is he out for? And why does he look like uh, Bobby's world? That's why. Here's the thing. His, his finger looks crooked, but so does his head. Yeah, what about else. your head, dude? <laughs> Maybe the angle. Hey, Megamind, why does he look like this? <laughs> I don't know. But I'm not sure how long he's out for. But if it's a finger injury, I don't think it's going to be that long. Yeah, there's a thing. Dirty effing Brazilians video shows Andrew Lee's coach with bigoted cornering. No, dude. He's referring to cheating. And that's also clickbait too. Yeah. It's not, a, oh, 100%. Yeah. That's the headlines, man. Mm-hmm. It's referring to the act of cheating, cheating. not Brazilians in, as a whole. Could he have used different? You know, he could have said it differently, but again, we don't want to censor the corner, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Figueroa's out with that weird finger. Yeah. Uh, this is a pretty cool matchup Paul Craig and Volkan Ozdemir. That's going to be at UFC London, too. I am in. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. That's on UFC London? Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, if I'm in town. Yeah. That's uh, July 23rd. I might be in San Diego. Let me Matter check factory, real quick. Pretty sure. Yep. July 23rd, Saturday night. That's okay. There's a million fight nights in June, July. We'll find, we'll, we'll make something happen. The Yuri one, you're, you're out of town, too, right? Uh, I think I'm in Portland, right? Yeah. Yeah. So skip on that one? We'll see. Okay. We shall see. All right. <clears throat> I hate missing companions. Mm-hmm. But I see why Rogan doesn't do them. It's Does that make sense? It's a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's my favorite th- show to do. But it's fun. It's just when you're a touring comic, like my agent, I was like, hey, man, can you make sure you line up with the UFC schedule? He's like, no. <laughs> what? It's tough. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. This one I didn't see coming. But Bobby Green, you just had him on the show, and Jim Miller, that's UFC 2. Yeah, Bobby Green we had on uh, Food Truck recently, but then most recently that dropped last week, show we're trying to get off the ground, uh, trying to, it has one leg right now, trying to get two legs, <laughs> if you want to pay attention to it. I sit down, it's called Fight Night Flashbacks, and it's where I sit down with uh, a fighter, and we go through kind of the most important fights of their career, and the last one that aired last week is with Bobby Green, we go through... You know, his fights, we go through his fights. We go through his fight with uh, Makachev. Uh, we go through, I forget which other ones, but they're, they're fun to sit down. I think this week we're going to sit down. I'm going to go over my losses, maybe with Eric Griffin, just to mix it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it's a fun show, though, man. Really, really fun show. With Eric Griffin, of all people. Just because he's not, I, my idea of doing it with Eric is because he's not of like balls deep in fighting and his reaction to seeing me get fucked up that would be hilarious because yeah. he's gonna ask questions like what i think most people are like dude what we you know yeah i think it could just something different but it's a great show it's yeah. fun but bobby green jim miller's fantastic <laughs> yeah two wily vets man uh, another fight announcement well we already knew this but it's so cowboy sorny versus joe lazon has been moved you know cowboy couldn't something happened 
He Food got poisoning. Sick, yeah. yeah. Great. So that's rebooked for June 18th. See, June 18th. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know if I'm in town on that one either, but we'll figure it out. Uh, another quick Nate Diaz one. He called out Chandler. See, I, I'm telling you, I told, if you go back and listen to last week's, I told you, you know, when he's doing these call outs, everybody thinks towards McGregor or whoever. I think it's towards freaking Chandler. Yeah. No one's thinking it. I really think it because Chandler's healthy. He's ready to go right now. All these other guys, he can't fight. This is who he's referring to. You got me on ice for a year now. Chandler's obviously ready to fight. Send a contract. It's time. And, dude, I think if I'm the UFC, again, invest in Chandler because Chandler can fight Nate Diaz. He'd be favored in that fight. Let's say he were to beat Nate Diaz. Then McGregor's coming back early next year. Chandler's ready to go. Have him take out these two pay-per-view kingpins. Yeah. Invest in Chandler because he still has work to do. And then the 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 kind of marketing and fan base for Chandler goes through yep. the roof. You have, he beats Nate. All right, now he takes out fucking McGregor. Then he fights for the title. It's like, dude, do you hate money? You see? Yeah. Huge star power after that. Uh, but also, let Nate do whatever the fuck you want. Give him a fight so he can get out and do what I he know. wants to do. Give man. him a fight. <laughs> Quit holding these guys hostage. It's ridiculous. He clearly wants to fight. Um, all right. So he pissed on your office building for God's he's sake. He's trying to get cut. Yeah. All right. So Floyd Mayweather and Anderson Silver, they're supposed to do an, not together, but they're supposed to fight other people. It's a main event, coming event, right? I think something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so with, with uh, Mayweather, is with an old training partner, and then Silva was like another MMA guy yeah, to I mean, box. So silly. But yeah. then uh, the president of the UAE passed away, so now that it's, it's been called off. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I don't know how it works out there, so follow me on this. I have skeptical hippo eyes. I think, A, this is a good reason to pull the fight, especially out there for that guy passing away. I think they like shut everything down. Fair point. But I think for them, just like, all right, we're out. We're not doing it. They could have just rescheduled, like, whatever, how long they want their uh, kind of sad time to go for. I, I think they were looking at the analytics being like, dude, there is no exposure. Like, I had no idea what was happening. Yeah. I think in general, like, dude, nobody's paying attention. Let, let, this isn't the move. We're going to lose our ass. Let's just cancel this thing. We have a legit reason now. Don't reschedule. Just cancel it. And we'll figure out the next move. Because this ain't, you guys find these two nobodies is not good yeah that's what's happening i think and this is a great reason yeah all right so tony ferguson you know i guess he's been sort of just doing his own stuff his own camp really training by himself like took, went away from all of his coaches or his team so now he's saying he wants to be with the team again and he wants to be at 170. do you say what team he, he's still looking around i think he, he mentioned jackson's and uh, even like old school freaking uh Chuck Liddell's coach. Oh, uh, uh, Hackleman? Hackleman, yeah. That'd be great. Go, man, they, he would mix really well with Hackleman. Okay. Wait, Ferguson accuses DC of cocaine? <laughs> Click on that. God, talk about these clickbaity Where's it at? This one? Uh, right? it, no, in the middle, in, in the red. If you go to the middle, it says Ferguson. Oh, gotcha. Go. I can't believe I'm entertained. So Sad Tony Ferguson accuses cocaine use after weigh-in conflict. Um, oh, this way in conflict. How not to make weight, ladies and gentlemen. Should have stripped them like they did Charles Bronx. Shout out to all those doing it right, keeping the sport clean, champ. Kind of wait. Wait, and they're saying he's on cocaine? 
Uh, first Indente County Cormier's reply, however, telling Cormier to lay off the yay slang term for cocaine. Yeah. If you didn't know that, you're a boomer. Uh, he also brought up Khabib, Fathead. Uh, Tony, please. Oh, here's DC. Tony, please stop. Go sit back for a little. Tuck your head in a hole somewhere. Regroup, man. Recover. Spend some time with your family. Like, just please stop. I plead with you. It's not a good look. Like, you're making me sad. Yeah. It makes me sad, too. Keep going down. Lay off the yay, buddy. Not a good look. You make yourself look sad. I'm already back to work. I don't quit like you. Enjoy your retirement with Fathead. Interesting. Yeah, Tony is very upset. Bruce is insane that DC is cocaine. Seriously, can we? Yeah. Yep. Of all things cocaine, though, I would never even. Uh, so this, so uh, DC put uh, at Tony B. Careful because this guy, uh, P. Kit, at P. Kit Zeke said, Ferguson's insinuating that DC is on cocaine. Seems like that can be levious and expose Ferguson to much more than just criticism. Trash talk is one thing, but defamatory statements are another. Probably no damage because DC is a stamp guy, but sure seems odd. Yeah, that's, that's the thing with like, you know, defamation of character, stuff like that. That's even like the narrative on me, which I don't talk about with, you know, I have a lawsuit against this YouTuber who's a small time YouTuber. If you don't know the background, you're like, oh, it's this guy who's big in the space and the smaller guy. No, no, no. I don't give a fuck. If you want to criticize my fight picks or my stand up, my podcast, that's what I'm a public figure. I signed up for that. That stuff does not bother me. But when you start slandering my name, stealing content, and creating this false narrative of cheating on my wife and doing all this crazy shit and the defamatory stuff and using content and the clickbait stuff like that for years, well, then you're, we're not playing the same game, man. Mm. Then I have to do something. If you made an entire career off defamation, I have to do something. Several times I've had my team reach out and go, we don't want to pursue this dude. Just stop. And he wouldn't. So what would you do? So this narrative that, oh, this this bigger YouTuber is suing this other YouTuber for no reason to silence him. To, you know, I thought you didn't get down with cancel culture. I don't in any facet. This is different. You got you got to know your facts. You got to know your details. So this goes, the only reason I bring that because with Tony Ferguson, when you say this, DC, a guy who's a public figure and is associated with brands like myself. Yeah, yeah. And when you say cocaine use or drug use or this other stuff, it's going to affect his bottom dollar. And that's when this has to be addressed. If you want to say, oh, he has the, the shittiest fight picks or he's bad at English or, you know, the, the, I didn't like his stand up. I think Louis C.K. is better. No shit. That's fine. That's all yeah, good. That's fine. But then when, when you start going down that dark road, man, you start going down, you know, the, the, these, these clip baby things that are defamation of character for years, 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 hundreds of videos for years. Well, now you got my attention. That's where this goes. Mm -hmm. I just don't talk about it. And the problem when you don't talk about it is people can jump to assumptions, go, Oh, this, this bigger guy's trying to science little guy. Cause he's critical. Now you kidding me. I mean, people are critical. I don't give that doesn't bother me. Be critical. Mm -hmm. That's what I signed up for. But the defamation, now you got my attention. Start doing this evil stuff, I'm gonna come for you, man. That's what's happening. Yeah, when they mess with your livelihood, that's just going. You start messing with far. my business, my family. Yeah. Trust me, I'm gonna come for you. Yeah, well, I'm glad you kind of discussed it a little mm -hmm. bit. And I, to be honest, after going everything I've been through, I'm always a guy, and you guys know it's in here. I'm always glass half full. 
Mm-hmm. You're going to get criticism. You're going to get hate. You just keep on keeping on. I've always said that. I'm, I'm like a fucking racehorse. I'm here. I don't pay attention. The problem with that kind of attitude or that business model is if you don't address some things, people can jump to conclusions and come up with their own narratives that aren't going to, you know, you need to say why you're doing it. Sometimes you have to address that stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a bad look. It can be a bad and I'm and I'm and I'm learning, you know. Even though I've been doing this for ten thousand hours, I'm you know I'm learning. Oh, when it's something that major, you should probably address it to make it very clear. Yeah. Now I know. There you go, man. Um. So Cain Velasquez is lawyer, is it attorney? Mark Dude, they, they just it just is there. How old is this? This they, was uh before. My boy just texted they me. They it? denied him bail. Fuck man. Because the father came out and said the shot. Did something to an artery and he can't work anymore. He's unable to work. Let me see the exact thing he said. Yeah, there's an update on it. Uh, judge just denied Kane's bail. The father got shot, spoke, said his artery was severed and he can never work again. Judge said public opinion doesn't rule the law does. Denied bail. Not ideal. Damn, this is tough, man. Yeah, it's tough, man. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously the public opinion, Kane's beloved, and you know, we're he's fighting the good fight, I think. But you know, the the law is very black and white here. You know, unfortunately, man, it's such a shame. It says here, uh, Bender claims. First of all, it says Kane Velasquez. Kane Velasquez has no respect for human life. He doesn't care about the rule of law. If given the opportunity, I think he will try to finish what he started. Jesus Christ! Mm. It's uh, dude, what about the years? of being a stand-up citizen, a professional world-class athlete, a great dad, a face of the UFC, a spa- uh, uh, the face of, you know, Mexican-Americans in the UFC. What about all, again, all the, what about all the years where he was a great model citizen? That just goes out the window. It's kind of like with this cancel culture. You have to go back 10 years and find a tweet, 10 years, and you want to cancel him over 10 years ago? What about the thousands of tweets since then to sh- that shows that this great person they've evolved? That doesn't matter. With Kane, all the years of being a great human being, all those years, yeah. and then one incident. Now he's this reckless disregard for human life off one incident. And it's an insane. Incident. It's an incident that everyone agrees they would do the same thing too if they found out something like that happened. You freaking lose your mind. Can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah, it's a he's in such a tough spot, man. You got the, if you're a Kane Velasquez fan, you have to pray this goes to a jury, to a jury, and it's not up to this judge who's clearly not playing with him. Clearly already thinks he's a human cockfighter. You got this old judge who's stuck in her ways, mm. has to go to a jury and got to, that jury of twelve has kids and like we get it. It was a moment of rage, and he gets three years. He's, he's getting time. Guarantee he gets time. But three years compared to 20, 20, you're missing out on your children's lives. That's the other thing. Like with this judge, like, hold on. So he's defending his kids. I get it. Had a moment of rage. Horrible what he did. Should do some time. But if you give him more than three years, now – not only are you affecting the, so the, the, the child that was molested and these other kids that were molested at that daycare, now they don't have their father in their lives. So what's more important to you? If you, if you look at this as just a human being 
And you step back and you look, you go, all right, who's affected here? Okay, you didn't kill anybody. He tried, moment of rage, but how is this going to affect what's better for society? Cain and his kids' lives and his can feed his family and they keep it going. He's a good person. His wife is a good person and they raise these children to be, you know, could, to contribute to society because he's a good person. 99.9% of his life, he's been a good person. Had one mistake. Nobody died. Nobody died. Mm-hmm. Think about it. You put him away for 20 years, that entire family is fucked, dude. You're ruining those kids. Not to mention, I don't know exactly who it is in his family, the therapy, the, the PTSD, the trauma that kid's going to have. You're going to take away his father or her father? You know? Yeah, man. It's so freaking terrible. Horrible. <laughs> okay. Moving on from this, uh, Dana White said, this is not that new, but he said that uh, fighters can no longer carry flags to the octagon or even show flags in the octagon anymore. And then in the quote, I haven't seen this. Then the quote says, you guys know why. Yeah, that's as far as he goes with it. And I think in this article, they're kind of insinuating that, you know, certain countries won't want to watch because there's a like you know ukraine and russian thing going on too so that's that's what they're alluding to but that's not you know solid and they want to make the more you know more money making sure everyone watches all a that shit ton of russians dagestanians mm-hmm. stuff like that they don't want to side with russia i don't i gotta be honest and this is you know i i take all full accountability on this i don't know the lay of the land over there with like dagestan siberia bulgaria like russia like that whole area i don't know the dynamics of where they side and all that shit in ukraine and all that stuff you know yeah to like yugoslavia and all that you know even afghanistan iraq iran like all that shit i don't know exactly where they side yeah so i don't i can't give you a the smartest opinion on this um but to take take away all flags, a little dicey, right? Yeah, because you want to represent your country. It's a huge honor, you know. Yeah, but they do show it when they're walking out, you know, where they're from. Yeah, it's it just might be, you know, while this war is going on, Dan's like, Mm-mm-mm. we have way too yeah. many people that, that creates way too much emotions. Like, we just want to put on the best fight possible. We don't want to get involved in politics. I don't know. Yeah. It's a slippery road. You know, it's a, it's a slippery road and you know, the UFC clearly, you know, while ESPN and Disney are going super woke and losing their ass, I think Disney's down like a billion dollars, but, uh, in their, you know, a value in their stock. Um, you see Netflix come out and say, Hey man, cause they're losing their ass. We're going to lose 2 million subscribers cause this woke movement, right? In the grand scheme of things, people are like, uh, uh-uh, uh, dude, we're sick of being called racist. We're sick of this stuff. So you see Netflix going, hey, real quick, we're going to put out the content that the creators want to put out. If you don't agree with it, you can quit. Yeah, that was pretty dope. It's like, oh, that's a change of tune. Mm-hmm. Well, once you start affecting that bottom dollar, change of tune. Yeah. You know, so we live in a crazy time, man. Crazy it's, time. It's shifting a little bit now, which is great. Yes. Yeah, the woke stuff. Yes. Uh, I guess. Because, yeah, it's bottom dollar yeah these business these guys are businessmen trust me if that woke movement and all that stuff made tons of money they would double down on it notice everyone's pulling back on it oh yeah okay so this is probably the last one it's just uh 
people are loving this thing up where Jan Blahovich, when he was cutting weight, his son was cutting weight with him. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Or that, you know, they're Jesus, saying cutting weight. But I mean, it's like, yeah, how can supporting you supporting your dad? Oh my God. That is so. Now I'm a bigger fan and I never want him to lose. <laughs> now you never want the guy to look at that kid. Looks just like his freaking dad, too, man. <laughs> God, it's cute. It is yeah. so goddamn cute. Yeah, my son Boston, man. He, I forget I have two Mexican kids. I just forget they're Mexican, dude. He's eating flaming hot Cheetos. He's eating his mom's like spicy candy. Mm. He looks at me and goes, Papa, it's not spicy. I'm like, I forgot you're Mexican. Yep, Mexican blood. I forgot, dude. That is the cutest picture ever. Yeah, it's a they should one. frame that. Uh, you have a fight night this weekend. Mm. Again, they're at they're some of the main events, some of the fights on the card are pretty good, but again, they're edging us to that big July pay-per-view. UFC's known to do this. Uh Holly Holm versus Vieira. Vieira is a badass. Tough fight for Holly, man. Gotta be honest. I don't know what the odds are on DraftKings Chin. Mm. I would assume Vieira might be a slight favorite there. Oh, Holly Holmes minus two fifty. Vieira plus two hundred. Ooh, I'm a huge Holly Holm fan, but I am a Vieira, not a bad bet there. Vieira is a savage, savage, plus one ninety five. Wow, she's going up. Yeah, and there's a great fight, Michelle Pay. That crazy. Oh, fight. that's a fun yeah. one. Ponzinibbio plus one hundred. Again, I like the dogs here. Chase Hooper plus one fifty. I like three dog parlay here, son. <laughs> All right, DraftKings. I see what you're doing. I see exactly what you're doing. All right. But yeah, you got, so you got a fight night, some great fights on there. Again, they're edging us to the big one, but you got Holly Holm, Vieira in the main event, not mad at that. You got Patsanibio versus uh, Michael Piera, not mad at that. Uh, you got Parker, Peter Porker, Porter, who I love as a heavyweight. You got Eric Anders, Park Jung Young, that's a great one. Um, yeah, and then you got Chase Hooper fighting, man, who I'm a huge fan of. He's a young buck who hopefully figures it out, man, but... Great fight card, but I won't see it till Sunday at night. I'll have to record it because I'm in Philadelphia. Philadelphia, Philadelphia, brotherly love, home of Ben Franklin. And I will be out there, Philadelphia, this Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Tickets are almost sold out, so get you some Philly. And then one night only at the my home in L.A. at the Hollywood Improv, Los Angeles, California. One show, 8 p.m., Shopman friends, we got some monsters on there and very special guests. That's one night only, 8 p.m. in L.A., Hollywood Improv, Shopman friends. And then off to Portland, Oregon, one of my favorite clubs in the world. Little fact about Portland, the most strip clubs per capita. Did you know that? From you. <laughs> I always say it, don't yeah. I? <laughs> Pale strippers, tattoos. <laughs> I always say it. Yeah. Yep. A lot of coffee shops, a lot of strippers in Portland, dude. A lot of whites. Uh, that's Portland, Oregon, June 9th through the 11th. It looks like the twilight up there, so that's cool. Um, that's Portland, Oregon, Helium out there, June 9th through 11th. And then San Francisco, Cobbs, one of my favorite clubs in the world. Uh, Robin Williams, old club, man. So that's a special one for me. Since my mo mama loves Robin Williams, it's, uh, yeah. So that is Cobbs, San Francisco, June 17th through the 18th. Last time I was there, you came, Chin. Yeah. If you remember. It was dope. That was fun. I've been Great a, club. Like a few times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've done Cobbs a bunch, mm -hmm. 
Uh, but I haven't done it in years, so I'm excited to go back there because with the lockdown pandemic, San Francisco is on fire. It's the purge, but they're back, mm -hmm. and I will be there at the Cobbs, June 17th through 18th. Then San Diego, California is the Laugh Factory. San Diego, great club, great location, brand new club, July 21st through July 23rd. Uh, but Philly, you're up this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the Thick Boy crew. Get tickets at thickboy.com. If you're looking for whiskey, they just restocked it. Go to thickboy.com. You click on the, the whiskey, Tiger Thick, and you will see it on there. The Gringo Poppy Special, we about to hit a million, baby. That was the goal. If we hit a million, the whole squad here is freaking going out to a fine, fine dinner. So everyone's watch it very closely. Give me updates. Um, yeah. <laughs> every minute. Every minute. So, yeah, uh, Tiger Thick Whiskey is available in every state. Uh, from my boys at the Bourbon Outfitter. So if you go to it, you will see it's a pre-order, but they have it in this week. Ships in a week. You're going to get it. It's fantastic. I'm so proud of this whiskey, and we finally got it going, man. The new merch to your boy rocking drops, uh, I think, next week. Uh, but we have the Thick Boy Fight Club merch on there. We have the Gringo Poppy uh, gear on there. We have the uh, Thick Boy Fight Club hoodies. Um, and then the Thick Boy Trucker hats, which you see me rocking nonstop. Today's the only day I didn't wear it, but I've been wearing it every single day on my press tour. It's my favorite hat we've ever done. So, yeah, man. But Philly, I will see you this weekend. And like I said, I'm at Suplex in Philly, buying shoes, hanging out. Come say, come holler at your boy. We're doing a collab merch thing with Suplex, Sneaker Shop, and Thick Boy. That will be available only at Suplex. You can't get it online, can't get it anywhere else. We're, they're just doing a limited run. You can get it on Saturday when I'm there at noon uh, with my boys at Suplex. So that's it, man. Philly, see you this weekend. Enjoy the fights this Saturday. Thank you guys for watching everything that I do. I love you guys so much. Love the support. I see the support through all the drama I'm, I'm dealing with. I can't thank you guys enough. The best thing ever happened to me is be outspoken, talk about what I'm going through, um, that what I've been going through. I've always been under the impression that you just keep marching forward, but sometimes you got to stop and say, hey, this is what's going on in my life. This is why I feel like this way. It hurts my feelings. I can't thank you guys enough for the support. I love you guys so much. Thank you for watching. Um, yeah, man, you guys gave me the best career I could ever imagine. So I love you guys. And uh, like, subscribe, do all the other stuff those uh, young kids talk about on YouTube. And uh, that's it, man. Stay thick. Stay safe. I love you guys. Till next time, I'm out.